permeating this atmosphere right now. The power of the Lord is permeating this atmosphere right now. There is a sure word in the atmosphere. There is a sure word in the atmosphere. I wonder if you would just give God gratitude for just a moment for what we are feeling. And with that gratitude, would you release your expectation for what he is about to do in the next few moments? I bless you, Jesus. I worship you. I thank you for the word that we have heard tonight. I thank you, God, for visiting us. I thank you for abiding in this house. I thank you, God. I thank you, God. I thank you, God. I want to take your attention very quickly to the word of the Lord. 1 Kings chapter 3. 1 Kings chapter 3 and verse 16. 1 Kings chapter 3 and verse 16. I give high honor and esteem to all of those that are uh, responsible or irresponsible. For allowing me to be here. Um, what a delight. Um, got to come for the live recording, got to come for a men's devotional, of course got to come for spiritual emphasis week, and just got to um, get to know the student body, and I've told close friends about you, I've bragged about you behind your back. Um, God has and is doing some special things at Urshan. And uh, I give honor to the student body. Well, for all of those that um, seduced me to go to O-Town Donuts and then got back late for curfew and then somehow name dropped me and said I was the one that planned it, I, I don't honor you. I, uh, I honor everybody else. And uh, I thank God for your leadership. I thank God for every professor, every teacher, and I, uh, I'm grateful for the opportunity to give back to Brother Cotharp and the entire uh, staff. Um, I honor you to Brother McClintock, Brother Jones, all of those that had a part in me coming. I honor you, and I thank God for each and every speaker. And tonight I get to write in my diary, or my journal, I guess journal is for the bros. Uh, I get to write in my journal tonight that I officially tag-teamed with Nan Pamer. What a word from the Lord. Thank you so much. Thank you so very much. And uh, I, I do have to be honest. I, I honor those that are responsible for me being here. Uh, but there's a little dishonest, dishonesty because you're also the one that decided I had to follow that. And uh, so it's hard, it's hard to give complete honor with that kind of stress that you put me through. Um, but Sister Pamer texted me the other day and said, I'm praying for you. I just believe that somehow the Lord is going to sink us. And uh, he did, as only he can do. And I feel like the Lord has just set the stage. And um, I'm, just, I'm just grateful. Thank you, Anna, for that word that you shared. And um, it's so... Um, awesome to be with and to see um, the Gleasons and Brother Enzi, and uh, it's just a special, just a special night, and I have an adopted sister here somewhere, Elena Herod, where's Elena, I'm probably looking right at her, or she's hiding, don't hide from me girl, where's Elena, oh there she is, she's hiding from me, Elena wave, wave your hand, 
Oh, she's not going to wave her hand. I'm glad that Elena's here tonight. And I give honor to my pastor and family. Uh, they may be watching online. I love them very, very much. 1 Kings chapter 3 and verse 16. If you're there, say amen. If you're cheating and looking on the screen, oh, you can't cheat yet. Oh, if you're cheating and looking on the screen, say amen. No shame in your game. 1 Kings chapter 3 and verse 16. 1 Kings chapter 3 and verse 16. I'm going to read very quickly. Then there came two women that were harlots unto the king and stood before him. And one woman said, Oh my Lord, I and this woman dwell in one house. Someone say house. And I was delivered of a child with her in the house. Someone say house. And it came to pass the third day after that I was delivered that this woman was delivered also. And we were together. There was no stranger with us in the house. Someone say house. Save we too in the house. And this woman child died in the night because she suffocated it and she arose at midnight and she took my son from beside me while your handmaiden slept and she put in her arms and she laid her dead child in my arms and when I rose in the morning to nurse my child it was dead but when I considered it in the morning behold it was not my son which I did bear and the other woman said nay but the living is my son and the dead is thy son and this said no but the dead is thy son and the living is my son thus they spake before the king somebody told me I, I hear it quite often preach the house down tonight well I can't do that so tonight I want to preach to you for the next few moments on this simple subject I can't preach the house down. I can't preach the house down. I want to read just one more verse for your hearing. Matthew 21, Matthew 21 and 13. The words of Jesus, it is written, my house shall be called the house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. Would you lift up your hands and would you ask the Lord to speak to you tonight? Would you do that? Would you agree with me, God? I thank you so much for your voice that has already echoed in this house. Let my mouth be your megaphone. I pray that the best gifts would be in operation tonight. I thank you for the angels of the Lord that are already here. Do what only you can get credit for tonight. Do what only you can get credit for tonight. We will give you all of the glory, all of the honor. Yours is the kingdom. Yours is the kingdom forever and ever. In Jesus' name, amen. Somebody say in Jesus' name. Somebody shout in Jesus' name. And if you believe the Lord just heard you, I want you to clap your hands as loud as you have all night. Could I beg you just to do it a little longer? Come on, somebody send a signal to the spirit world. Let all of heaven hear you. You might as well let all of hell hear you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. God bless you and you may be seated. She would go throughout the neighborhood holding her baby doll. There was no place that she went that her baby doll did not go with her. At breakfast, her baby doll was present. At lunch, her baby doll was present. At dinner, her baby doll was present. On the playground, her baby doll was present. It's everything that she thought about. It was her prayer. It was her daydream. One day, she was going to be a mother. It would not be a baby doll, but she would be looking into the eyes of her very own child. While the scenario is far, far from perfect, the Bible lets us know that this becomes a reality. As now she is caressing and holding and adoring and loving her very own child. It's everything that she talks about. It's in her Instagram bio. She's a mom. She wants everybody to see her child. 
She wants everybody to see the personification of what she has dreamed about, what she has desired for, what she has prayed for. It is her hopes. It is her future. Now a reality in her arms. But the Bible says that something devious takes place. The Bible says that something horrific and tragic takes place. She wakes up in the middle of the night to sustain and to feed her future. This bundle of prayer, this bundle of desire. Only to wake up and realize that what is beside her is lifeless. I don't know how long she lay there. I don't know how long she was frozen in fear. I, I don't know how long she was glitching, unable to compute what was happening. But the Bible says that when she considered it in the morning, something began to happen. As dawn began to break, with every beam of sunshine came a ray of revelation. As she began to look again, she began to feel the ears. She began to touch the toes. She began to look at the eyes until something began to bow up in her spirit. It was revelation. She began to recognize. She began to realize that something devious had taken place. And all of a sudden, the full revelation hits her with a jolt. My baby is not dead. It is only stolen. The Bible says in Psalms 119 that the entrance of his word brings light. And I have come to bring illumination to a dark corner of your mind. And I have come to speak over your giftings. And I have come to speak over your ministry. And I have come to speak over your prayers. And I have come to spoil and debunk every lie of the adversary, the stealer of your ministry, the stealer of your dream. And I have come to tell you it is not dead it is only stolen something begins to quicken within her something begins to take place within her she begins to march where everyone with a stolen dream must go she begins to make her way where everyone with a stolen prayer, a stolen promise must go. She begins to make her way to the court of a higher authority. She begins to make her way to the arena of a jurisdiction that is beyond her. She does not have VIP access. She does not have the right credentials. She's just mama. But she's a mama that's mad. I remind you tonight that your Bible does tell you to be angry and sin not. I submit to you that perhaps we have been so worried about sinning by being too angry about the wrong thing that we have forgotten that just maybe, just maybe, you can also sin by not being angry enough about the right thing. I've come to stir a young man. I've come to stir a young lady. Your Bible commands you to be angry and sin not and do not let the sun go down on your wrath. What that means is something has got a bow up on the inside of you that says before the sun goes down, before 24 hours are over, something is about to happen in the spirit. Stay with me. All of a sudden, she, she makes her way to the court of King Solomon. I see guards that are brave stepping back in temerity. There is a mama who's got fire in her eyes. And she's got an ironclad grip on a promise. On something that she's desired. Grown men are making way for a mama that is mad. Some of y'all, some of y'all know, and you know that when mama is mad, 
you just praying, Kenya, that she ain't mad at you. Mark, when mama's mad, mama's dangerous. <laughs> don't, don't, don't mess with mama when she's mad. She comes into the king's court, and she begins to petition the king. Courtney, is it Courtney? Courtney, she tells the king, yo, um, you got to hear this. Um, I, know what it's look, I know what it looks like, but it's not what it looks like. I'm holding something lifeless, but in the middle of the night, something took place. Listen to me. Notice the verbiage. There was no stranger in the house. Thieves don't always look like thieves. Stealers rarely look like stealers. Every spirit that comes to seduce you looks friendly before it is deadly. It was friendly when you first clicked on it. It was friendly when you first entertained it. It was friendly when you began to cohabitate with it. It was friendly when you became comfortable with it. But something turned deadly. One mother awoke to feed her child. Another mother awoke to suffocate her child. Everything in your home life is either sustaining or suffocating what you have given birth to in the spirit. Everything on our phone, everything in our mind, the paradigms in which we see, the lens in which we live, is it conducive for what has been birthed in your life or is it a threat? You see, we're living in a generation where the thief doesn't have to break in. The irony of this burglary is there's no broken glass. There's no crowbar. The door handle has not been jostled and pushed open. There's been a break-in, but the thief didn't have to break in. We let him in. And all of a sudden, she stands in front of the king. And she begins to petition him. And guess who has the audacity to walk in? The thief. The thief has the audacity to walk into the same throne room with her. See, I, I used to be young and naive, and, and I thought that certain things that were trying to hijack my faith could not come into this. But if we were honest, we have been in the presence of God. We have been in a sanctuary. We have been at Urshan College. We have been in a dorm room and felt the spirits of lust, gender confusion, pornographic temptation. We have felt the all-out assault from the spirit world, even while in the presence of God, seemingly. But I come to serve notice on the enemy. You might can get away with it in that house. But you cannot get away with it in this house. I need somebody to agree with me right now. I, 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 I don't want to be insensitive. But I'll never forget hearing a story of this lady coming to this apostolic pastor. And she said, Pastor, I, I, I want to talk to you. I, I need to talk to you. She was reticent to, to, to tell what she was feeling, but she began to pour out her, her heart, her mind, and her soul. And she said, Pastor, I, I, the devil's been talking to me. He's telling me I'm going to die. I'm in fear. I'm in torment. He said, I have one question for you. She said, yes, Pastor. He said, are you sure it's the devil? She was reticent again. Her head bowed low. She said, Pastor, it's the enemy talking to me. He began to dance and he began to rejoice. And she said, Pastor, Pastor, I, I don't think you heard me. Um, the devil has been talking to me. And the devil told me I'm about to die. 
as he was shouting, as he was dancing, he began to remind her, the devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. The devil, he is a copycat king. He has no real authority. He has no dominion. I've come to, to preach over you. The devil is a copycat king. You, you are in the presence of one that is greater than Solomon. He is the king of kings. Wasn't it Solomon who said, where the word of a king is, there is power? And who may say unto him, what doest thou? The Landon Gore 2025 translation, not yet on your you Bible version, is this. When someone speaks, when a king speaks, when an authority speaks, there is nobody that has the legal right to undo it. Unless they are of equal or higher authority. So let me say it again. He is the king of kings. He is the Lord of lords. There is nothing human or hellish that can rightfully, legally oppose. Come on, I'm preaching on behalf of a future church planner. I'm preaching on behalf of a missionary. I'm preaching on behalf of an administrator. I'm preaching on behalf of an apostolic entrepreneur. I'm speaking on behalf of five-fold ministry. It is not dead. It is only stolen. So get it back. I want to call to your remembrance the word that God has spoken over you. I want you to go back to a Friday night youth rally. I want you to go back to a, to a Wednesday night youth camp. I want you to go back to a chapel. I want you to go back to when a prophet spoke into you. I want you to go back when God gave you a word in prayer. And I'm not here to rebuke you. God is speaking this week. But if we ever realized how potent and powerful God's voice was, we wouldn't need him to speak again. Logan, we just need to hear it again. What did David say? Once God has spoken, twice have I heard this. That power belongs to him. Once God has spoken, twice have I heard this. One, I'm going to say it until you believe it. Once God has spoken, twice have I heard this. Once God has spoken, I thank God for every new word that he is speaking to you this week. But I call to remembrance every word you thought was old. It's not an old word. How is something eternal old? It is still alive. It is still real. It is sharper than any two-edged sword. And that word is coming against every thief of your soul. All of a sudden, the king is having to decide who the real mother is. There's, there's something. Is this all right tonight? There's something that the real mother says that the thief never says. Go back, and, go back and look at it. There's something that the real mother says that the thief never does. What is it, Ethan? It's simply this. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. Now, I, 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 need, you to, I need you to take your fake halo off. I need you to put it on your seat. Go home and burn it. I'm going to preach to somebody real right now. Um, I've had a whole, lot of, a whole lot of oh my Lord moments. My life has been a series of oh my Lord moments. Oh my Lord! Oh, oh my Lord. Some of y'all had it at chapel this week. Some of y'all had it in your dorm. Some of you had it when, when nobody else was watching. Oh, 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 my Lord. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. No, no, no. Oh, oh, oh my Lord. Oh. oh, my Lord. Look, she says it twice. 
But the thief never does. Because he can't. Even in our weakest posture, even in our most vulnerable moment, we have words that the thief don't. Oh, you didn't believe me. Let me, let me try it over here. Lincoln, I can say stuff the thief can't say. So if I can say some stuff that the thief can't say, what's stopping me from saying it? You can say, God, forgive me. The thief can't say that. You can say, God, redeem me. You can say, God, take me back to my first love. You can say, God, I'm sorry for the junk, and I'm sorry for the dysfunction, but you're still my Lord. I dare you for 10 seconds just to say something. The others, you can say, I love you. You can say, I worship you. You can say, God, I need you. Your thief cannot say that. Solomon says, all right, I think I got fresh batteries in my discernment. I think maybe, just maybe I know who the real mother is. But there's one more test. There's one more test. Um, we're going to take a sword. We're going to divide the child. We're going to give one half to you, one half to the other. And it seems as if the thief says, yeah. Let's go. She seems to be nodding her head. She doesn't really say much. You can tell a lot about people by what they say. You can tell a lot more about them by what they do not say. King says, we're going to have this. And Jackson the thief says, oh, yeah, yeah, fam, it's good in the hood. We're, we're good. Let's go. But the real mother says, no, 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 no. No, no, that's my baby. You ever notice that when pastor is preaching vision, there's somebody in the back, and they're, they're more feeble than you in the physical, but they might be stronger than you in the spiritual because they can't jump higher than you, and their hand can't wave with the same energy and commotion as you. But when pastor is preaching prophetic vision, they can't just stay still and they can't stay silent because if you can sit still and you can stay silent, you didn't give birth to it. But when this is your revival, when this is your end time hour, when it's your prodigal, when it's your mother and dad, I cannot be quiet. I've been believing for this. Light is coming back. Illumination is coming back. My ministry is not dead. It's only stolen. I want it back. I want it back. I want it back. I can't be quiet. I've got to shout. I've got to dance. I've got to jump. I've got to This is my baby. This is my college. This is my... Don't you let him run by himself. Don't you let anybody dance by themselves. Don't you let anybody rejoice. This is our baby. This is our student body. These are our values. Forgive the passion, but I've been believing for this. I've been fasting for this. I've been, this is my baby.
Light is coming. Light is coming. Illumination is coming. There's a ray of rhema coming to every scenario in this room. Listen to me for just a moment. Be seated for just a moment. Just a moment. I'm almost done. Let me preach just in a few more minutes. Can I preach just a few more minutes? Where, where's Audra at? Audra, can I preach a few more minutes? Okay, Audra said I could. Don't like it, boycott Audra. Remember? Remember when it was freshman year? Remember what the promise looked like? What the prophecies looked like? The prayers looked like? Remember the day when you were standing in chapel and you said, I see it. But somewhere there came a question. Will you allow it to be divided? And the thief always goes silent. That's why, I, that's why silence is scary. Because silence can be agreement. I'm not, I'm not just trying to preach in favor of emotional hype and response. In all sincerity, I, I don't need you to amen me. I need you to amen the word. Because you know what I learned? My amen does not validate the word. My amen does not make it true. It just connects me to it. So I'm not amening because it's a general conference speaker. I'm not amening because it's my favorite preacher at NAYC and I have some of my favorites preaching there. I'm not just amening on a weekend revival when there's an outside minister coming. I amen any professor, any man of God, any woman of God. I'll amen a 12 year old. If they are speaking the word, I want to be linked up to it. I want to be attached to it. Because that word is not old, it is eternal. But somewhere the enemy began to negotiate. And somewhere there was a test. And there was a question posed. Should we divide this? And your silence, maybe you're just, you're tired. But soon it becomes compromise. Soon it becomes lethargy, complacency, excuses. Now it's church hurt. Now it's they cross my boundaries. They ruined my vibe. Nobody can tell me what to do. But the real mother screamed and said no. This is what's so amazing, Brother Kevin. She would rather the thief hold the baby than for it to be divided. Because division has ruined more promises than the devil ever has. If the adversary can get you divided, a house Divided against itself cannot stand. If the devil can divide your house, divide your mind, your spirit, you cease to be integral. You cease to be whole. And if he can divide your house, he doesn't have to break in. Let him in. I can't preach the house down. I gotta preach the house up tonight. Because I can take you to miracle after miracle that happened in the house. I can take you to moment after moment when God was moving in the house. Pentecost! They gathered in a room, but He filled the house. Why are you preaching what you're preaching? 
because mama said, no, you can't divide the child. Did she realize half a baby is no different than no baby? And half dedication is no different than no dedication. And half holiness is no different than no holiness. And half integrity is no different than no. I'm pleading with you, do not settle for partial when you can have the whole council. I heard it again. I went to pulpit conference. I heard it again, every jot, every tittle, line upon line, precept upon precept, from Genesis to Revelation, I will not allow it to be divided. I'm almost done, I promise. Scripture ends, but the story doesn't. She goes back home. What do you think she does? You think she just kind of is a citizen of Chillville? Walks back home. There's the thief chilling on the couch, playing Xbox. She said, hey, yo, what you want to have for dinner? Fruity Pebbles? Cheerios? No. No. I, uh, I think, uh. Is, is, I don't know if, is Miles here? Is Miles here? Miles is not here. Okay, I need a, a sub in for Miles. Um, y'all give me a second. If y'all don't know, I'm, I'm really just using up time to catch my breath. Um, let's see. Um, well, can I use you? Uh, you're, you're not going to like this. Uh, but I'll give you a Chick-fil-A gift card afterwards. You just got to go load it. <laughs> I, 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 I need you to be the baby. Oh. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I, I know this is going to bring tension to our friendship. We can still be BFFs after the sermon illustration. I can feel the tension. You're not going to forgive me. Give me something. She goes back home. I don't think she has fruity pebbles with the thief. I think, I think, she, I think she puts the, the baby, the big baby, <laughs> in a room with lock and key. And I think she goes to the room. I'll let you in, but I'm not letting you stay. Oh, hold up, hold up. D d is there something in the spirit? Oh, whoa, 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 hold up, fam. I feel attacked. I didn't let it in. I, I didn't ask for the trauma. I didn't ask for the abuse. I, Dad left that addiction in our family. Mom is the one that got cynical and jaded. I, I didn't ask for this. I was born into a home that was already plundering. It may not be your fault. But it is your responsibility. As for me in my house, we will serve the. There was one person speaking. As for me in my house, we. I can speak on behalf of my roommate. This will be a dorm of intercession. Angels will come here. This is not where we relapse. This is where we pray again. This is where we believe. I'm going to provoke you. As for me and my college, as for me and my thoughts, as for me and my proclivities, as for me and my flesh, we will serve the Lord. Did I, did I read it right, Brother Envy? Judgment. First, it's at the house of the Lord. We don't believe in judging. I believe in judging. I believe in judging anything human or hellish that looks friendly but is about to turn deadly. There's people that's prayed over you for too long. There's a pastor that believes too much in you. 
There's elders that have gone before you. I don't have a mom and daddy in church. This heritage has all the saints. You've got spiritual mothers and spiritual fathers that have interceded you into existence. Would you lift up your hands all across the house? The Spirit is asking you to RSVP right now. The Spirit is asking you to get the revelation right now. The Spirit is beckoning you into the throne room of grace. Somebody get out of your seat. Somebody get out of your row. Somebody march as a soldier. Somebody march with authority. Somebody march into the throne room of grace. Bring your voice with you. Bring your decibel level with you. Bring your tears with you. Bring your passion with you. I don't care if suicide showed up with you. I don't care if depression showed up with you. I don't care if false doctrine came with you. You are in the house of a higher authority. Go ahead, freshman. Go ahead, junior. Go ahead, sophomore. Go ahead, senior. Somebody get a little angry in the spirit. Something's about to happen before the sun goes all the way down. Come on, mama. Lift up your voice. Come on, Mark. Lift up your voice. Come on, Morgan. Come on, David. You gotta lift up your voice. This is your baby. It wasn't my fault, Jackson, but it's my responsibility. It's my responsibility, Asher. Logan, it's my responsibility. It's my responsibility. Come on, Janessa. Come on, Janessa. You're in the throne room of grace. You're in the throne room of grace. Hatala boyeki arabayeki atalabaha. He atalaboyeki arabaha. Come on, theology major. Come on, Christian Ministries major. Come on, leadership major. Get your baby back. Get your baby back. Get your dream back. Get your prayer life back. I want the whole counsel of God. Come on, there's a, ra there's a wave of royalty in this room. The king of glory is in this room. His train fills the temple. There is no room for the stealer. There is no room for the deceiver. There is no room for false doctrine. There is no room for any secular atheistic spirit to creep into your mind. There is no room. Neither give place to the devil and let him that stole steal no more. Come on, pray over that church plant you haven't built yet. Pray over that school you're not teaching it yet. Pray over that prodigal that hadn't prayed through yet. Pray over that fivefold ministry that you've been too scared to walk in. It's not just on staff. It's not just on the leaders and professors. This is mine. Someone's taking ownership. 
Someone's taking ownership. Come on, Nate. Come on, Nate. Come on, Blake. This is my baby. This is my baby. I'm not been perfect, but I'll fight for this. I'll judge any hellish spirit to protect this. Come on, John. Come on, a greater than King Solomon is here. A greater than King Solomon is here. There's a sovereign move of the King of Kings in this room. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. There it is, don't let up. There it is, don't let up. You're in the throne room of grace. You're in the throne room of grace. Ascertain, lay hold of, apprehend what is yours. Woo. There it is. It's here. It's here. It's here. You're dangerous in the spirit right now. You are a threat to hell right now. There's a righteous indignation. There's a holy anger. That is, I cannot be complacent. I cannot be lethargic. I cannot be apathetic. Come on, songwriter. Come on, missionary. Come on, engineer for the kingdom. Come on, entrepreneur for the kingdom. Come on, music director. Come on, preacher. Come on, teacher. Come on, evangelist. Come on, prophetess. Come on, there's a Deborah in this room. There's a Naomi in this room. There's a David in this room. There's a Joseph in this room. I rebuke the copycat king. I rebuke the stealer and the deceiver. Light has come. Illumination has come. Revelation has come. Come on, PK. Come on, first generation apostolic. Come on, veteran saint of God. Come on, if you're a pastor, if you're an adult, if you're a hyphen, if you're a teenager, if you go to Urson, or you're just coming to conference, we're in the throne room of grace. see some of you laying your head on your mind. Pray over yourself. Intercede over yourself. Speak over yourself. As for me and my thoughts, as for me in this house, I will not be divided. I will not crumble. I will not fall down. I'm getting the thief out of my house. I'm getting the thief out of my house. Come on, your prayers are bigger than you. Your prayers are for your class. Your prayers are for your region. Your prayers are for your generation. Come on, your prayers are going to affect an elder. Your prayers are going to affect your future children. Your prayers are going to affect a nine-year-old. Your prayers are going to affect your pastor, your bishop. Let it be so, let it be so, let it be so.
Come on, Tanner, intercede for it. Come on, Tanner, intercede for it. Come on, Analia, intercede for it. Come on, John, intercede for it. <laughs> yes. 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 Jesus went to the temple of God and he cast out all of them that sold and bought in the temple. He overthrew the tables of the money changers and the seats of them that sold doves. And he said unto them, it is written, my house shall be called a house of prayer. Don't, don't settle to be a preacher who prays. Be a prayer warrior who preaches. Don't settle to be a musician that sings. Be a prayer warrior that sings. Don't, 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 don't be an educator that prays on the side. Be a prayer warrior that educates. I want you to notice with me. He called his house a house of prayer. But when he came back, he did not come back to what he called it. He came back to what they had made it. But what did he do? Once he has spoken, twice have I heard this. He didn't change words. He let them hear it again. It is written, my house shall be called a house of prayer. I want you to go to the next verse if you can. When something was moved out, something else was able to come back. Brother Colthart, we, we used to sing a song. That's a lie. I don't sing. They used to sing a song. I'm going back to the enemy's camp. I'm going to take back what the enemy stole from me. What good is it to go to the enemy's camp and steal back what he stole from you if you're camping with the enemy? He came back to his house. He moved something out. It's like some of you are going to go home armed with the word from Sister Anna, armed with the word from Sister Pamer, armed with this word, I pray. And you're, you're going to get some things out. But something else is coming back in. Notice the blind and the lame came. In the temple, he healed them. Continue. And the chief priest scribes, the chief priests and the scribes, they saw the wonderful things. It doesn't say he, it doesn't say they saw the angry things. It says they be, beheld, they saw the wonderful things. You see, this is a throne room of grace for you, but it's a throne room of judgment for the stealer. You're not going to leave here tonight and say, Sister Pamer was angry. You're not going to leave here tonight and say, Landon sure was angry tonight. You're not going, you're not, you're not going, no, no, you're going, someone's going to look back on this night. And you're going to say, I remember a wonderful night. I remember a wonderful night at pulpit conference. And I had a decision. My dream or the stealer. My dream or the addiction. My dream or the secret sin. My, my dream or the pettiness. You, you do know prayers grow up. Prophecies grow up. And they're going to grow up and they're going to ask you a question. Did you fight for me? I just see in my mind's eye that, that, that child getting bigger and getting ready to, to, to move out. And he, he, he's going to college and he comes back to, to mom. He says, hey, I, I got to ask you. I was moving the bed around. I was trying to clean the room. That's what you told me to do before I left. And I noticed there's a rip in the carpet. And I, I went to clean the window and I noticed that there's more cardboard than window. And, and, and I went to rearrange the pictures and I, I realized that one of those pictures is, is hiding a hole in the sheetrock. 
And I just wonder if she looks at her child and says, baby, let, let, me, let me tell you about when I was a sophomore. Let me tell you about when I was a senior, a junior, a freshman. Let me tell you, Steeler used to live here. It was a fight. It was a struggle. But I didn't just have the tears and I didn't just have the emotions. I made a cognitive decision. Jacob and Ishmael can't live here at the same time. Power and pettiness can't live here at the same time. Prophecy and pornography can't live here at the same time. Clarity and gender confusion can't live here at the same time. Let me tell you about a night at pulpit conference when I chose you over the stealer and I chose you over the junk and I chose you. I, I wonder if you could just stand with me right now. I, I promise I'm not trying to, to preach. I promise. But I, I want there to be something that happens in the spirit. I want you to take a posture of authority right now. I want you to stand as the sons and daughters of the king, as soldiers in that army. The Bible says that the blind and the lame came back. It was wonderful, but watch. And the children, and the children, and the children. I prophesy in the Holy Ghost. Miracle signs and wonders are coming back, and the future's coming back. A future you thought was stolen, a future that you thought was dead and done. I want you to lift up your hands right now. I want you to lift up your voice. I want you to open up your spirit. And I want you to let the miraculous come back into your life. I want you to welcome back what does not belong to hell any longer. In one final crescendo, would you lift up the voice of a mother and declare miracles are back. The future is back. You're going to lay hands on the sick and see them recover. You're going to speak just the oracle of God. You're going to be apostles and prophets and teachers and pastors and evangelists. You're going to hear the word all over again. You're leaving here a house of prayer. You're leaving here a house of miracles.